Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Growing Lean podcast, sponsored by Lean Discovery Group and powered by Magic Mind. I've been drinking these Magic Mind shots for like three months now, and it's absolutely changed my life. Um, my focus, my calmness, my alertness, and especially my productivity have actually absolutely been through the roof. Um, so yeah, check it out if you'd like. Um, so today I'm here with uh, Philip Hogan, the president of Signing Services America. Welcome, Philip. Thank you, Deej. Glad to, glad to be here. Awesome, awesome. So, Philip, to get us started, can you tell us um, a little bit about your industry and your background and pretty much what, what led you to where you are today? Sure. So, Signing Sero, my background is in really social services. I have a master's in social work from Fordham University and a master's in public administration from the American Public University. And I spent 15, 18 years working in the social services community and where I feel that's my calling is to be a service. And in those 15, 18 years, not only did I work at some high level positions in both city government and the city of New York, as well as in the nonprofit sector, I'm also the founding executive director for Housing Matters of New York, which was a nonprofit organization that provided transitional housing to formerly incarcerated adult men with non-violent drug offenders in Brooklyn, New York, Brownsville, Brooklyn. I purchased a home, a brownstone out of foreclosure and converted it into the transitional community. And that ran for five years. And uh, because of just trying to do so much, I, I just kind of like got burned out and, um, the board decided to suspend services, and so we had to um, shut down our program and and assign the remaining residents into other programs throughout the city or throughout the the, the borough of uh, Brooklyn, and um, and then we sold the building and and um, I took a break. Uh, I had been it was a long run from 1993 to probably 2005. It was just a continuous push after certain goals. And, but my desire to still be of service and, and of course, to, to continue to be an entrepreneur was still burning in me. And in 2014, I purchased a car out of state and in, uh, and in uh, America, one to, when you purchase a car out of state, there needs to be, the closing documents need to be witnessed by a mobile notary. So the notary came to my home. He, we went through the closing of the auto loan documents and the question who how did you do that I was fascinated with the ability to come into someone's home and notarize documents and so literally he explained to me what I needed to do and that day if not the next I began to get my notary commission become credentialed and then began marketing my services as a mobile notary in Atlanta Georgia uh, and from 2014 to 2015 I was doing a really good job and uh, I landed a huge account in Clearwater, Florida, which was a national title insurance company that was sending me a lot of business and uh, I couldn't handle it all. So the next viable step was to start a company where I could handle that volume by dispatching it to notaries. Thus, in February 2016, Signing Service America was born and we will be eight years old in February of 2024. That's amazing. That's amazing. I love that background story. It's, it's awesome. And thank you. Happy birthday uh, for February. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. 
Um, so you, you started in 2015, right? So you, you've gone through quite a lot of changes in technology in just the global environment. Um, so how, how did you adapt to these changes, uh, most notably the pandemic? Um, I think that's been the biggest change in the last 10 years. Um, mm. And then secondly, the change in technology with AI coming into the, the mainstream. Let's start with the pandemic. How, how did you adjust your business to the pandemic? Because I'm I'm sure like you couldn't, people couldn't just go to random people's houses um, during that <laughs> lockdown period. Well, it was certainly, it was certainly uh, uh, like walking on dead ice, you know, and if you've ever walked on, on, on ice, particularly thin, you always would kind of like test the waters to find out where the ice was the thickest and that's where you would walk. And so fortunately the states did consider the science, the services of, an, of a notary to be essential business. So that gave us an opportunity to continue to keep notaries employed and it's us employed. Uh, however, when the state of Georgia went down to, went into lockdown mode, we had to shift and, and had to start working remotely. So literally uh, in in maybe two days, we we transferred, <laughs> we transcended from from all coming into the office to everyone working from home, and we had to distribute the computers to all of our schedulers and make sure that those computers were up and running. But we had one or two schedulers who were operating from the home devices to make sure that orders were being uh, processed, and then in the background, I and a number of other staff and our computer. A technician were busy building and making sure that the computers would be able to do the work at the uh, schedule's home. And so that between the two, one, the state's allowing us to work because we were considered essential workers and the workers were doing very creative things. When I say the workers, meaning the notaries, sometimes, you know, instead of going into person's home, then what would happen is that we were able to get the signer to be in their car and the notary to be in their car and facing opposite directions, be able to exchange, be able to send the document from the notary to the signer, the signer would sign the document in their car and send it back. That was one approach. Another approach was being able to pass the documents over to the signer through the door of their home. And then the signer would have a camera on their phone on and, and, and actually taking a video of the documents being signed to make sure that they were authentically being signed and correctly being signed. And so that's how we were able to just be able to move forward. And fortunately, what was brilliant for us uh, at the time, we didn't realize it, but it was a, a really astonishing move uh, Deej, for us to be able to work remotely and, um, and not have a break in service. And our clients later on really appreciated that. And that was a, a turning point for us. In regard okay. to this, in regard to the other part, I think you want to know about technology. Yeah, I just wanted to comment on that. Um, how you adjusted it? I think that's that's like hilarious. How you managed to make it work by having them pass it through their cars and everything. Um, I like to laugh at these situations just because it takes a bit of uh, the load off of how heavy the pandemic was, um, and it's nice to hear how other people have like adapted to had to adapt. They didn't have a choice. Um, it's great to hear um, people's like survival stories of how they changed their business models and how quickly they had to adapt to those things. It, it, it was great. Um, yeah. And then the second thing is on the remote working. Have you 
kept that as your thing or do you, are you guys still in the office? Did you come back to the office? We're hybrid. And, okay. um, you know, I prefer, uh, my, my personal preference is to have staff in the office. Uh, and that is because the, the, the level, the, the, the level of quality assurance is really important for us, Deej. And, you know, I value the relationship that we have with our clients. I value that our clients trust us. And one of the things that has allowed us to be, a, uh, one of the features that has been a staple throughout uh, the existence of Signing Service America is to provide impeccable customer service. And one of the ways that we've been able to do that is have staff in the office sharing communications, hearing conversations, sharing information, asking questions, and being like a almost like a team where if I have a question, well, you know, how, you know, what's the best way you've handled this? Or if I have a situation, well, this is how I've handled it. And that has really helped to build the uh the 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 trust within the staff that has helped to build the experience, their confidence, and their their ability to to facilitate the needs of both of our clients who are sending us the orders. And then of course, those that are doing the work for us, the notaries or the attorneys, they may have questions, they may be issues. And our work is somewhat unique because of who we're working with, the product that we're working with, the client or the notary or the attorney that we're working with may have some very special situations that we always can't prepare for. Uh, however, um, staff A may not know what staff B does. And if they're working together in the same office or a similar space, then they can share the information. If they're working remotely and isolated, then it becomes very difficult for that information to be so readily available. And then it can affect the quality of work that we produce. Yeah, 100%. I can also speak to that because um, previously I was in an in-office role for about five years in real estate and then in finance. Um, and then I switched to an online job working uh, remotely for a US company. And th there's definitely benefits to both. I prefer remote work just because um, I feel more comfortable. I can wear shorts and no one will know I'm wearing shorts. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I completely agree with the, the office camaraderie and the sharing of information. That's definitely something I miss. Um, but it, it's, you can't have all, you can't have everything. Um, it's definitely changed the way people work though, this um, whole remote working life. Um, and I think overall it's changed for the better. I, I agree with you. And, you know, we do have, a, you know, there are certain uh, conditions that are very relaxed within Signing Service America. You know, folks can come to work in shorts and sneakers and, and you know, from time to time we have a childcare, a childcare uh, space so if a parent, uh, a child is sick, and but sick enough to still come to work with them, then we allow that uh, employee to bring their child and we have space where the child can stay and work and, and not work, but can stay and, and, and be monitored by the parent while both child are in their space and the employees in their space. And it, what is it doing is one is, is increasing the value that we have in that that employee and that employee has in our company, but more importantly, it is it is, it is supporting the 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 parent. That hey, listen, you know, just because your your child is sick, that doesn't mean that you have to stay home. And then many times, then you know, if a parent has a sick child, either they have to stay home or they have to put the child in childcare if possible. So by bringing the child into the work office, it really has helped 
uh, all parties, the child, the parent, and signing services of America. That's amazing. That's that's super progressive. I really, I really admire that. I think that definitely increases your employee satisfaction, I can imagine. Absolutely. And we have a very slow turnover, you know, um, because yeah. of because of, of those steps and others that we take. And I think as entrepreneurs, you know, we have to, you know, I believe, right? In in and you know, my father is is someone who taught me most of my business acumen. And he said, Philip, if you take care of your people, meaning your staff, your clients, your staff and your clients will take care of you. And so this is just one of the examples in how Signing Services of America takes care of its staff. That's amazing. I, I really admire that. That's awesome. Thank That's you. Awesome. And then um, back to the other point of change mm -hmm. and adaption. Um, mm -hmm. Can you tell me, have you been making use of any of the AI tools that have become available over the last couple of years? Um, mm -hmm especially maybe for your clients, but more importantly, within your business operations? Mm -hmm. For the clients, no. For business operations, yes. And, you know, there, there are many documents or uh, procedural plans that I have to, uh, that I prepare policies, uh, job descriptions, et cetera, that I've had to prepare. And AI has been extremely helpful and uh, accelerating the the execution or accelerating the completion of these tasks where before I would have to you know so like you know take a few hours to pull something together like that it's basically something that just you know chat bgt chat bgt is one of my favorite tools and it has been very very uh helpful and the document preparation for signing service america but again when it comes to the clients no ai is nothing can replace the presence of a notary and witnessing the execution of documents nothing uh technology yeah. can you know technology can make it more feasible uh particularly when the notary and the client are in different states or possibly different countries but nothing you you need the presence of a notary uh because you know we are the official witness to the execution of documents and of course the notary in this country in america is um, is a commissioned notary and under the superior court of the county where they are commissioned so there's there's just a lot of legality that's involved and a lot of weight that's given to the notary so no ai can't replace that okay that's awesome i'm glad to hear there's some industries that can't be replaced <laughs> with the robots <laughs> <laughs> um, that's awesome. And and yeah, with ChatGPT, it's, it's literally my best friend. I've got it pinned yeah. on all my tabs. I've got it as a widget on my home screen on my phone. Um, I don't use it much for like copywriting, more for just ideas and uh, formatting notes and formatting. So I can just scribble down notes and then it formats it perfectly. And what mm -hmm. would take me like 15, 20 minutes to write up a little report, I can just pop in my notes and it does it in three seconds. It's 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 a game changer, and the, to think that like where we at now is literally like the tip of the iceberg of mm. the next ten years of technological evolution. That mm -hmm. I have nightmares about it sometimes, but like also good dreams about it. It's going to be an interesting <laughs> next um, decade for sure. For sure, it's crazy times. Um, back to your business. I want to know from from your perspective. What mm -hmm. were the biggest challenges, firstly, in starting your business, um, getting it from the startup to a scale-up phase, and then like continuous growth? 
What have been the biggest challenges in those three phases? Overcoming the mistakes. I made okay, a lot of that... mistakes. And and um and those mistakes, you know, set us back. And um, you know, not becoming discouraged in the results of the mistake, but learning from that and and more importantly, not blaming someone else for the mistake that I committed taking ownership for it, looking at investigating what went wrong, how did it go wrong, what was my role in it, was really critical to overcoming that. Uh, the next issue was to marketing, uh, marketing in this business, finding out, figuring out how best to market to our potential clients. Uh, and the industry that we, that we serve primarily is the settlement industry of the mortgage loan process and you know not to take too much time but the in the mortgage product you have the front side or the beginning phases which is where the homeowner is acquiring for a loan through the mortgage lender once that loan has been approved that file begins to progress through the process into the settlement stages where the title insurance company comes in and they will then do the work that the title insurance company does to prepare the file for settlement, meaning for close, for funding. And the that's where we come in and we'll reach out to the signers and do what we need to do. Well, that segment of the mortgage injury has a very, I would say a very conditioned way of approaching, being approached and how to develop relationships and how to figure out how that was. And it's just no blueprint. It's, it's just no book to read. It's, it's just, you know, there's, there's some things that I, I material that I certainly have read to help me understand marketing and sales, but specifically to the population that we're reaching to and working with, that was just a try and trial method. And then finally, uh, you know, building trust, you know, with our clients is that, uh, and, and letting them know that, listen, we value you and, and, and you value us. And um, and then the, to build that trust required for me to, to adopt, uh, do what you say and say what you're going to do concept, right? And yeah, um, yeah and that that's that was really big, you know, uh, because sometimes you know you, you know people will say say things, but really not able to to deliver. And then when you don't deliver, then they become very discouraged and wanted to work with you. Further, so those are the things that I have learned and went through to get to this point. Okay, that that that's amazing. Um, and where do most of your clients come from? Is it through direct marketing or is it word of mouth? Um, really, it comes through uh, not word of mouth. Uh, it comes by way of you know the clients will search us out on on the internet. Um, we're, we're now being more assertive in our marketing by being a podcast guest on your show and other podcasts. Um, we are advertising more uh, in certain uh, literature that is disseminated within the, the industry that we primarily serve. And then finally, we're beginning to network more on LinkedIn to other industries that use the services of a nationwide notary signing service. Okay, that's awesome. That's awesome. And if you had to choose one KPI that you'd like to improve by, let's say, 50% in the next 12 months, what would that be? Well, the first and foremost, it would be the number of orders that we are processing. 
Uh, okay. Your monthly, your monthly, I, 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 with uh, our accounting department and the operations manager, look over our work for the previous month. And we're looking to see who sent us orders, what type of products were sent, and how many orders did those clients send us. And, uh, and from that, it kind of gives us a good baseline, if you will, as to, you know, if we're performing where we should, if we're below or, or, we're, uh, or we are above the mark. And, um, and then also we do a KPI on those that receive our orders. Who is receiving our orders? How many orders have they processed for us? Has there been any issues with those orders? And if they, and if they are, then of course we have a consultation with those individuals to help them improve the errors that they may have uh, eliminate the errors that they have, have may have created that have caused some delay in the uh, finalization of that loan or that mortgage product. Okay, amazing, amazing. Um, I love that. And we are coming to the end of our time now. But before we go, I wanted to ask, what is the biggest piece of advice you'd like to give other business owners that are either looking to start up or scale their business um, during these during this time. Networking is is you can never do more. You can never do enough networking. You know, find find the audience, find the space that you best can align with, where your consumers uh, are willing are, are there. Uh, what we call net weaving, being able to help other people with their products. Not so much for the purpose of getting business for them, but for the purpose of helping. And then that will come back to you. Those individuals may be able to connect you to someone who can utilize your services, build relationships with people and build and through the relationship building, establish trust and go. And I stand on what I said earlier, do what you say and say what you're going to do. You know, it's almost coming down to the point where, you know, you come, you come like an overachiever, underscore and over deliver. And those are the characteristics that I think can make a business owner to be very successful in their endeavors. At least it has been for us. Appreciate that. No, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, well, Philip, thank you so much for your time today. I've really enjoyed chatting to you. What's the best way for our listeners to get in touch with Philip Hogan if they're looking for your services or if they're looking to follow your journey? Sure. Then the best place we go is to our website, Signing service www.signingservicesofamerica.com. There you can book a consultation with me and we can talk about whatever your needs are. And I'd be happy to listen, learn, and assist. Amazing. Thank you so much, Philip. Thank you, Del. Thank you, Deej.